We're the Faith Lift Sisters. We are in day two this week. Um, and today's subject is a more excellent ministry. And I just feel like that's kind of like a right on man, more excellent. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wouldn't you love to be in my head? No, you would not. So, um, <laughs> Maybe for a short Short time. Just a quick trip. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to go quick because you would be lost otherwise. Anyway, <laughs> Terry, will you please read for us? <laughs> yep. Uh, chapter 8, verses 1 through 6. Now the point in what we were saying, finally, we get to the point. <laughs> now the point in what we are saying is this. We have such a high priest, one who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven, a minister in the holy places in the true tent that the Lord set up, not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. Thus, it is necessary for this priest also to have something to offer. Now, if he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all, since there are priests who offer gifts according to the law. They serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly things. For when Moses was about to erect the tent, he was instructed by God, saying, See that you make everything according to the pattern that was shown you on the mountain. But as it is, Christ has obtained a ministry that is as much more excellent than the old because the covenant he mediates is better since it is enacted on better promises. Can I just say that Terry reads out of the ESV, which is the English Standard Version, right? Is that what ESV yep. stands for? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. And maybe because of the fact that I have spent so much time just in the NIV, but sometimes I feel like the ESV is a little wordy. Well, NIV is more, it, it, the translation is more a concept. ESV is more word for word-ish, mm -hmm. as close as they can get. Yeah. And that could be the difference on that. Mm -hmm. So it's always good to go to a bunch of different versions. Yeah. Yes. And then everybody will have their favorite version mm -hmm. probably um, but we actually talked about this for verse six um because it was a little repetitive mm -hmm. yeah terry do you want to read that again just so okay. we have your version of that and then maybe we can read some others read a couple others mm -hmm. but as it is christ has obtained a ministry that is as much more excellent than the old because the covenant he mediates is better since it is enacted on better promises. Okay. So in, in other words, the new ministry is more excellent than the old. Because mm -hmm. it's enacted, it, it rests on better promises. This is the more excellent. <laughs> well, um, do do we have another version that somebody wants to read? I'll do the NIV. Okay. Okay. But the ministry Jesus has received 
is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is mediator is superior to the old one. And it is founded on better promises. Okay, so I also have an NIV. And yours is a little different than mine. Mine is a little different. So there's like, right now, especially the difference between the NIV is like the NIV 84 version Mm -hmm. versus the updated, because the NIV was updated in 2011, I think. So it's like, are you an NIV 84 kind of girl or an NIV updated even further kind of girl or even previous to that? But mine is the more updated and it says, but in fact, the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is mediator is superior to the old one since the new covenant is established on better promises. So it reiterates that it's Mm -hmm. a new covenant. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm going to read it from the New King James Version. Um, but now he has obtained a more excellent ministry inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which is established on better promises. These are all very different words, but they're all kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying the old is gone, the right. new has come, and the it's new is better. better. Right. Yeah. Wait, what version was that, Rosemary? New King James Version. New King James. Okay. Yeah. I like that. It just, I think it's like, that's kind of like the King James Version without the thee, though, thy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It makes a little more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, this is what, it, that's what it all boils down to is, mm-hmm. um, and I love the fact that we start chapter eight. Now, the main point that we're saying is this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, folks. So this is when we're, when you're reading, remember, if you're reading the whole entire letter, this is where he's saying in his letter, pay attention. This is what it all boils down to, folks. This is the climax of the story. We have gone slowly uphill and then a little bit downhill when he's like, hey, wait a minute. Y'all are babies. Stop it. <laughs> Grow up. And then we're climbing back up the hill. And now we're at the mountaintop. And from here, this is it. This is what we need to pay attention to. This is when you can take your nap. No, I'm yes. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all downhill from here, folks. This is the high point. Yeah. So when you're reading, make sure that you pay attention to things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a minister in the holy places, in the true tent. True His tent. body, which is the true temple. And heaven is the true tent, um, not the one that was set up on earth. Yeah. That They would get, only one would ever get close to God. Um, but to enter the holy holies, but we all get to go now. Mm-hmm. To this yeah. new so, tent. So the tabernacle in heaven is what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And in this was in this time it was a tent. And then in Solomon's time he built a beautiful temple. It's I'm sure I've heard it before, but it just kind of hit me with this one that there would be a tabernacle in heaven. Yeah. And I know we talk about like the throne of God. I, I just Never, I don't know, for some reason, I never imagined what the throne of God would look like, what the tabernacle would look like in heaven. Um, 
my thinking was if I just slid into heaven and got, <laughs> I'd sit in a doghouse. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. You know, I'm in heaven. I'm here. Yeah. But then what would it look like? What would it be like? And just to imagine that. My guess is that it probably is kind of similar to the tabernacle here, but this is just a shadow. That's what the uh, verse says. This is just a mm-hmm. shadow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. So I, I just have a little bit of confusion just because it's like, wow, this is kind of new to me. The thinking on it, I thought we were just always in the presence of God in heaven. We all, it was there. But then, of course, you would have the Holy of Holies, the throne room. The It just didn't occur to me. It's kind of a new concept. I thought, or actually, the tabernacle was God's way of keeping us safe while he communed with us. Hmm. I didn't know that we would need, there would be a purpose for that in heaven. That we would just glorify him all the time. Yeah. I don't know. It's new. It's kind of cool. Well, it's interesting that, you know, when God gave Moses the instructions for the tabernacle, he was very specific. And he said, you've got to do this exactly yes. like I say. And I I think sometimes we quite kind of gloss over that. Why is that? Well, it is because he was having Moses duplicate. Yeah what the Holy of Holies was like in heaven. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that, you know, we, we hear about the Ark of the Covenant. Well, we don't think that the Ark is the mercy seat and that it is in heaven, that there is a mercy seat. Um, so we don't always tie that together. Mm-hmm. But it really is an incredible picture um, because the blood of the Lamb is on the mercy seat. And that speaks for all eternity to the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. And it's in heaven. That's not here on the earth. That's in heaven. Um, And the idea that, think how they set that Holy of Holies up. In the Old Testament, it's set up as a very um, spectacular place. A place set apart from everything else in existence. And so when we get to heaven... And we enter in to the throne room. Um, it, it's got to be an awe-inspiring, overwhelming kind of place. It was on earth. Imagine now, multiply that, what it's going to be like when we get to heaven, to be in the very presence of God. Um, I, I think it, it is kind of a mind-blowing exercise to even think about that. Mm-hmm. So, but that's, that's something to look forward to, Mm. you know, to know that we are going to get to be in that very throne room in the very presence of the most high God. And that it's through the covenant of the blood of Jesus that we have that privilege. Yeah. And the word says we can come boldly to the throne of grace. So it's not like we've got to go through all those steps that they had, that the priests even had to go through. Mm-hmm. To get into the Holy of Holies, we come boldly to that throne. No jingle bells for us. No We're jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> <Scraps. laughs> I would love to get in your head just one day and see how all that stuff is rolling around. That's so fun. That is too cute. Mm-hmm. If you don't remember, the the high priest used to have to have a, a rope around him and bells so that if he 
was struck dead in the presence of God, people would know and pull him out. But we won't, we won't have to do that. We don't have to worry about that. Right. Yeah. What a privilege that is. Mm. It's incredible. Yeah. And like, I'll be real honest. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about heaven. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about the logistics of it and what it's going to be like. And because I don't know. And there are so many interpretations and like, if you read revelation and there's, oh my gosh, all kinds of stuff. It's not like reading folks, um, you know, and then there's reference th- kind of throughout, but there's no like, Hey, when you get to heaven, it's going to be, here's a map for you. Like that's just, <laughs> it's not how it's laid out. Not right? right? Like that. Yeah. And I just feel like it's going to be what it is. And I'm going to get to be with Jesus. So cool. That's all that really matters. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time. And I know there are lots of people who love to study it and, and try and understand it and kind of, I don't know. I just don't. (laughs) Maybe I'm not very spiritual, but I'm just like, (laughs) you know. You know, I am not very good at visualizing things. So when I read about streets of gold, I I don't even, I don't know. I don't get it. Sounds okay. trashy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too much bling. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, all these uh, precious gems and jewels layer by layer and all that. I don't get it. I just don't get it. So kind of with you, Suzanne. I'll get it when I get there. I'll see it. And then I'll understand it. And I'll be like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) I I really don't think my mind, like, I don't think our minds can grasp the concept of it anyway. Yeah, right. Um, So I'm just like, be a Jesus. I, I think sometimes, like, God gave us an imagination for this purpose. To let us focus on Christ, let us focus on what that would be to give us a, um, it can lift your faith, I think, at times to do that. But I also think that we have to have it, put our foundation on what we do know, mm-hmm. which is the word of God, which is that it, Christ is the blood sprinkled on that mercy seat. And that's what we have to really have our foundation in. And then it's lovely and fun to be imagining this. And and sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it was super humbling. Like the times I've even thought, oh, into the throne room, my immediate response was go to put my face on the floor. I, I just couldn't even comprehend it or take it in. But it's like, I think the Holy Spirit can help us with that imagination of what it would be like. But we don't, like you're saying, make it doctrinal. We don't make it like this is what heaven is. It's like we don't know, mm-hmm. but we know who's in heaven, right? Right. And I now we, we know. Can, I know. Go ahead. We can use it as a, um, like a pattern. Okay. And sometimes when I go to the Lord in prayer, I I want it to be a more formal kind of thing. I want it to be more worshipful, mm-hmm. um, and more recognizing of who He is. And so sometimes when I'm in that frame of mind or place in my spirit, I love to picture the throne room and I love to picture myself progressing up to it and 
in all of and seeing God in all of his glory and Jesus seated at his right hand. Sometimes that helps me enter in to a, a different kind of worship. Um, and so I do, I am one of those people, I love revelation and I don't think I'm a particularly imaginative person that, but having those words in revelation that describe um, and having those words in the old Testament that describe the tabernacle, the words in the new Testament that describe heaven, that helps me enter into that place of worship sometimes. Um, So I think, you know, different people use it in different ways. Some people don't. I I think that's part of um, our individuality. Mm -hmm. I think God Mm -hmm. has made us all differently. And so I think he's made sure that he has provided something in his word regarding every subject for every person and their particular bent, their particular personality. Um, I, I also think like you look at the words, the majesty of God. What, what is that? The glory of God. Glory of God. Yeah. What is that? The presence of God. How do you describe that? And so that's where our imagination can help us take those concepts in and if we take our imagination and make it subject to the um, Spirit, Holy Spirit and subject to the Word of God, then God can take that and help move us, like you're saying, Angie, in our, in our prayer to just be able to take in that tiny bit of glory. Yeah. Well, it just helps me because sometimes I, I feel that I get too familiar, mm-hmm. you know, with God and with Jesus. I, I don't ever want to be so familiar that I forget that he is the most high God creator of heaven and earth, alpha and omega. I don't want to forget any of that. Um, and so every now and then I, I really feel impressed um, to do something to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. If ever there were an example of how God created people differently, or the four of us. There's us. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's true. Yeah. And in so many good ways. Yeah. yeah. All good. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I guess just to kind of sum up a little bit of this ministry, it's like this ministry, we see it in the tabernacle in the Old Testament. And we see it in Jesus Christ. And he is the new ministry. And how it is so much better. And then what's so cool is then to point to the one in heaven. This tabernacle will be in heaven. I, I'm loving that. I mm-hmm. think it's really cool. But remembering all of it is from the sacrifice of Christ. And that's really what it boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Angie, do you want to pray for us um, I would today? That. Okay. Yes. Father, Lord, you are the one true God. You are our creator. You are our Father. You're our provider, our healer, our victory. You're everything to us, Father. And so, Lord, we do worship you. We praise you because you alone are worthy of all praise and honor and glory. And, Father, we thank you that you do give us, in your word, a glimpse of heaven. Um, And like Suzanne, I don't think that we need to spend time worrying about what it's going to be like because it's going to be so wonderful. Um, 
Father, I do love the fact that um, you give us just a taste of what it's going to be like to come before the throne um, and to be a part of your kingdom for eternity. I think that's pretty awesome. Father, I thank you that you have blessed us not only with every spiritual blessing in Jesus, um, but with the blessing of fellowship and friendship. And Lord, I pray that as we study your word, we'll see that more than anyone or anything else, that you've blessed us with a relationship with yourself, with your son, with the Holy Spirit. Um, mm. Father, we are very, very grateful for that. So Lord, um, I pray that you'll bless every ear that's heard your word today and that will stir hearts to just think more about you, to think about how wonderful you are, how there's no one else like you, to think about how much you've loved us because of all that you've gone through to bring us into a relationship with you. Lord, thank you. We praise you and we worship you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>